Hey, sis. Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. Now, real quick before we get into the show, did you know that this podcast is a spinoff from a book that I wrote? Yes. Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children. In this book, I share my story about how I identified toxic patterns of thinking about life and motherhood. I share how God helped me to transform by the renewal of my mind. I didn't want to keep this revelation to myself, so I packaged it in a book to share how you can transform your mindset and lifestyle too. This book is for anyone who desires to break unhealthy generational patterns in their family, want to build healthier and stronger relationships with their children, or for anyone who wants to overcome the battle of negative thoughts in their mind. After reading this book, you will learn how to gain confidence in who you are as a mother, handle unhealthy thinking patterns when they appear in your mind, and position yourself to achieve mom-life balance. This book is available wherever books are sold, and the link will be in the show notes. Now let's get to the show. There is nothing worse than increasing your financial bag only to lose it because of poor money habits. It's important for you to learn how to manage your finances and avoid costly mistakes. Get ready to level up your financial literacy skills at the Don't Fumble the Bag Financial Literacy event being held on Saturday, July 8, 2023. This in-person event will take place in Sanford, North Carolina, surrounding cities like Raleigh, Fayetteville, and Greensboro are welcome. Join us for a fun and interactive day filled with expert speakers, informative workshops, and practical tips on how to manage your money wisely. You will learn about establishing a healthy money mindset, budgeting, saving, investing, and more. Breakfast and lunch will be provided. Don't miss out on this opportunity to gain valuable knowledge and skills that will help you achieve your financial goals. Register now and secure your spot at this must-attend event. Search Don't Fumble the Bag on eventbrite.com or click the link in the show notes to register. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I'm your host and sister in Christ, Tarikaya Allen Butler. This is a podcast for Christian moms who struggle with limiting beliefs and want to learn how to make over their mindsets and level up their lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Tap in each week for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast, where you will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals 
and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire God's way. Ready to level up? Let's do it. All right, so welcome back to our returning listeners and welcome to our new listeners to our podcast episode of today. I'm excited about our new series that we're hopping into on all things finances and money. Um, I love talking about God. I love talking about family. I also love talking about money and finances because Money plays a huge role in our lives. It's something that affects all of our lives, you know, when we have it, when we don't have it, how we manage it, what we do with it. So this is definitely a topic that I'm passionate about talking about and that I feel like is a major um, foundational piece in our lives when it comes to mental peace, not just as a mom, but for your life in general, right? When your finances are in order, you have more of a mental peace than when your finances are all over the place, right? When your money ain't right, your focus be all off. So I'm excited to hop into this series for this month. Um, and I'm excited about today's topic to kind of set the foundation for um, our mindset when it comes to money. So today's episode is called Broke Versus Poor. Broke Versus Poor. And um, just a little backdrop on this title. I got this title from a situation that I was in back in like 2017, 2018 from a fortune cookie. <laughs> okay, so stay tuned. Um, so back in like 2017, 2018, I found myself in my room. I was having one of my fits, one of my moments where I was just frustrated about the condition of my finances. Um, I had just started a new job, which was client-based. So I wasn't consistently making enough money each month to pay and cover all of my bills. So I was in the position where I had to ask family members for money um, to cover certain costs, or maybe I was able to pay my bills, but not able to really you know, live and handle other things I needed to handle throughout that month until I got paid. Um, I was also in a season where due to some poor financial decisions from me and people connected to me and I was affected, I was having to kick out a lot of money due to those bad choices in this season as well. So I was just in a space where I just felt like my money was being wasted. <laughs> my money was being thrown away. Um, I was doing a lot of unnecessary shopping at that time or just buying things that I didn't need or I didn't use. And that kind of goes back to my money story, which we'll get into a little later. But um, I was just very frustrated with the, um, the status of my finances. I didn't have any money in my savings account. I was one of those people that if I did have money in my savings account, I was transferring it to my check-ins or taking it out to spend it unnecessarily on something, <laughs> right? So yeah, it was money in savings, but it wasn't staying there. It wasn't being there for a rainy day. I was taking it out as I wanted to, to buy things that I wanted versus things that I needed um, or for an actual emergency, right? So I just found myself in this mindset where I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I didn't want to borrow money from people anymore. I was tired of not having enough. Um, so I did what I am conditioned to do or what my gifting is as far as writing 
and just started venting in my journal at this time. And in my journal, I pretty much just wrote a prayer of frustration to God, like asking him to help me to first off increase my finances because of course that's the solution, right? <laughs> Especially when you're in a financial deficit, you feel like if I could just get more money, then everything will be better. So of course that was a request in my prayer, like, Lord, please increase my finances. Um, I asked God to help me to manage my money better. Like, what, what is it that I'm not understanding? What is it that I'm not getting? And I've always considered myself like not very good at math. That was definitely a subject I struggled in. So I just felt like, Lord, help me to manage my money better. What I, The math ain't mathing. I don't know what's going wrong. <laughs> like, just help me to manage better. And I also asked him... Um, to help me to not be in the same place financially the following year. I didn't want 2019 to roll around. And here I am still dealing with the same money problems. Like I just did not want to be there. So y'all, I kid you not. Remember I said the result of this uh, or the title of this podcast came from a fortune cookie. So I had ordered Chinese food um, at some point that day, and I went to open the fortune cookie. And in it, the fortune read, broke is only temporary, poor is a state of mind. Y'all, the same day that I was throwing a fit about my money, writing in my prayer journal, that's what the fortune cookie said. Broke is only temporary, poor is a state of mind. So in that moment, I just had this revelation like that I had the choice and the ability to get out of this financial hole. It would take work and effort on my part, but essentially what that fortune cookie told me is that it was a mind shift that I had to do about money, right? Nobody wants to be broke. Nobody wants to be poor, but there's a difference in being broke versus poor, and it's all in our mindset. So the mindset shift that I started to make, one of the first things I did was that I started to study scripture and write it out about money. So I did the very basic thing that you could do. I put in Google scriptures about money or scriptures about finances, and I just started to go through and write out all of those scriptures in my journal. Also, at the time, my church held um, weekly financial literacy classes. They had like a theme each month and specifically this month it was on finances. So this class helped me learn so much about the basics of finances and management that I just didn't have the knowledge about. So we learned um, first and foremost, how to establish a healthy money mindset. Um, I dived into my money story, which I learned, you know, from growing up, I watched my mom spend money on food and spend money on unnecessary shopping. She was definitely um, into retail therapy. And I had found myself in that pattern with my money, but obviously sis must've had the money for it or my dad was supporting her habits because I didn't have it. <laughs> so while I'm retail therapy and shopping and stuff, I don't have enough money to uh, pay my bills at the end of this. I got this cute shirt but I don't even have money to enough money to go out and even pay for an event or something to wear this shirt too. Um, and that's so funny because I would find myself back then shopping for things or events that I'm going to. And what I had to ask myself was, where are you going? Where are you going? 
where are you wearing this outfit? And that question alone saved me a lot of money. Um, so yes, <laughs> they helped us dig into our money story and figure out, you know, how we picked up the habits that we have with money. Um, they taught about how to create a budget, how to set up um, a savings account and how to consistently put money in that account and leave it alone. That was my issue right there. Um, and of course, you know, with it being church-based, they talked about the importance of tithing. Um, another thing that I did to shift my mindset was I watched more sermons on YouTube and listened to podcasts on financial literacy. I began to read books on financial literacy and I began to um, see my mindset, my mindset shift as a result of um, engaging in these materials and gaining this financial literacy. So again, it goes back to that fortune cookie. You know, broke is only temporary. When you're broke, you can figure out a way to make money. But when you're poor, you just feel like this is the way thing is. This is the way things are. And I'm getting ahead of my notes, but yes. So that was my mindset shift journey or what I went through. And like I said, as a result of doing these things, I began to see a positive change in my finances. So, you know, here we are 2019 and I was at a vision board party with um, my friends in this group that I was a part of. And one of my goals was to have a $1,000 emergency savings fund. Um, I had studied some of Dave Ramsey's tips and financial literacy skills. And that's like baby step number one is to have a $1,000 savings account. So at the end of 2019, I did not have that. But I also found myself complaining that one year was too long to save $1,000. Now, the reason I said that is because when I looked on how to, you know, save $1,000, I came across some weekly and monthly savings challenges on Pinterest. So I'm seeing these challenges and it's saying how much to save per week, per month. But in my mind, I'm like, one year to save $1,000, that's way too long. And, you know, times are definitely hard now. Things are increasing. But at that time, I was thinking, you know, $1,000 is the new $100. Why would I spend one whole year trying to save $1,000 when it can be gone just like that? This was my poor <laughs> money mindset. But the revelation that I had was, well, Tari, here we are at the end of 2019, and you don't have $1,000 in your savings account. So how can you talk down on a, a plan over a year's period of time to gain $1,000 when you don't have it right now. So that revelation just had me kind of humble myself, you know, eat that humble pie, swallow that pill. Like, all right, girl, going into 2020, you need to have this $1,000 savings um, by the end of the year. So I did the savings challenge and I did in 2020 with my goal of having $1,000 in my emergency savings. And ever since then, I have been committed to monthly and weekly savings, um, and I see the result of that. So what I do now is that I save 10% of every check that I get. I tithe 10% and I save 10%. Now, any extra savings that I add in there, you know, that's up to me, but that's like my base level of savings. And I have been able to have money for emergencies where I'm not having to use my credit card and then now I'm in debt. And then now I have to pay interest back on that. 
um, just from applying this simple principle to my life. So definitely life-changing, definitely grateful um, for that. And like I said, I've been doing that since uh, 2019 and I will continue doing it for the rest of my life. <laughs> so let's get deeper into the whole broke versus poor mindset, okay? Your, your current financial situation is not your forever financial situation. That's something we have to get in our minds. What the way your finances are now is not forever. Even somebody who's like super rich or a millionaire, that doesn't mean that's going to be their financial situation forever. Money comes and goes all the time. It's not something that's definite or a matter of fact in our lives, right? So being broke is when the math ain't mathing, but you figure out a way to make it make sense. You can brainstorm ways to make extra money when you are broke. So when you're broke, like I said, your mindset knows that there's an opportunity for you to gain more money. You just have to figure out how versus a poor mindset. When you have a poor mindset, you accept your financial situation for what it is. You feel like it's normal to make ends meet every month for your family and you have no hope or motivation to make it better. Okay. So this is that, well, this is how things will always be. My mom was poor or my family never had money, or I come from a family that doesn't have money. So this is how my finances are going to be always. That's a poor mindset. <laughs> when you're telling yourself that this is just how things will always be, and you're not even brainstorming or thinking of new ways and ideas of how you can make more money, right? So I want to challenge you as a result of listening to this podcast to shift your mindset when it comes to how you view your financial situation. Please know that your worth is not measured by the number in your bank account, okay? So again, this goes back to, like I said, you can have a million dollars and your financial situation can change, or you can be broke and your financial situation can change. Now, when it comes to your worth and your value, just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean that you're more valuable in this world or that now you have more worth because money is so fleeting. So think about millionaires, right? There are so many celebrities or millionaires that we know of who have committed suicide or that live in a state of depression, even though they have a lot of money. Okay. Think about Michael Jackson, rest his soul. He was like one of the richest people in the world, all of that money. But I feel like for him to be taking the level of medication that he was taking at that dosage and that type of medicine, I think, I don't know the name of it, but I do remember saying like, it's something that they gave horses to knock them out. For him to have all that money, but felt like he needed that level of medicine to just make it through the day or survive, that is a true indicator to show that it doesn't matter how much money you have, it's not gonna change your, your mental state or fix all of your problems or save you from depression. Like that's not what that means, right? You can have more bills than money and still live a life of value and purpose, right? You may not have enough money in your account now, but trust God and yourself enough to know that you can figure it out along the way, right? There's always a way out. Nothing is, your finances are not a definite um, status for you, right? 
We have access to so many resources on how to make extra money in 2023. There are so many courses. If you just Google like extra ways to make money or side hustles or something like that, you will find something, right? You just have to find your thing that works for you. I know with me being an educator, um, I bake cookies as a side hustle. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's something that has definitely helped my finances as well as like um, finance my business to where I don't have to touch my work money because this is a side hustle or a little something extra that I'm doing to earn money, right? So you just have to find your niche or your thing. You can DoorDash, you can um, get an extra job or whatever the case may be. Again, your financial situation is not the end all be all. If you are broke, there is an opportunity for you to earn more money. You just have to figure out how, period. All right. Um, do some research and commit to one thing that can bring in some extra cash for you. All right. Don't get discouraged by what you see other people doing on social media with their money. So on social media, we see people taking trips, going out to eat at fancy restaurants, buying designer clothes, buying homes, et cetera, et cetera, right? Keep in mind, though, that a lot of people are fronting, <laughs> are fronting or capping, as the young kids say, on the internet, right? And again, that's how you can know that their value is based on how much money they have, the things that they're doing. Ooh, let me show these people what I'm doing to show and prove my value. This makes me think about um, the old Kanye West, that song where he's like, and I went and spent 400 bucks on this just to be like, you ain't up on this, right? A lot of people are buying things and taking trips and doing stuff just to show somebody else or to prove to somebody else that you can't do what I'm doing with my money. That's that's weird. <laughs> that's weird behavior. And there is nothing wrong with taking trips or buying nice things, especially if you can afford it. And I'm going to get into that. But you have to look at the, the motive behind why you're sharing these things. So if you're sharing these things with the mindset uh, or with somebody in mind, like, I know I'm doing better than her. I know she can't do this with her money. I know he can't do that with his money. That's why I'm about to show this and stun on everybody. Okay, your whole motive is off. And you're pretty much telling yourself that your value is based on what you can and can't do with your money and that you're better than somebody because they can or can't do the things you can or can do with your money, <laughs> okay? That's just not what money is used for or I don't think that's a, a smart way to go about your money. Now, on the flip side, everybody is not fronting on the internet, okay? Um, if you do see someone that can buy designer and take trips and, and buy new homes and things like that, um, celebrate them, right? Celebrate their accomplishments and what they're able to do with their money. Don't get down on yourself in comparison because of what somebody is able to do with their money versus what you're not able to do, okay? Maybe this person is able to do these things with their money because they have the money mindset to earn that amount of money, right? Maybe they had a, a broke mindset, and decided, okay, I'm going to figure out how to make more money. They didn't have a poor mindset and stay stuck in, in their situation, okay? Don't be mad at them or yourself about that. Um, our good sis, Kiki Palmer, I love her. She recently just posted a video on Instagram 
where she was talking about, you know, running your own race without comparing it to somebody else's. And she pretty much shared how like she's been in the acting business for over 20 years um, because she was like a child star and how much experience that she has in the acting business. And if you're just starting off in the acting business or whatever career, if you're just starting off, you can't compare your three months to somebody's 20 years of experience, right? So you can't compare your six months of learning financial literacy to someone who has been applying these principles for over 10 years and they are reaping the benefits of what they've put in place, right? Focus on your own race, focus and stay in your own lane. I know that's a cliche, but really stay in your own lane. When you think about that, if you're focusing on everybody else on the road, you're gonna drift into other lanes. If you're looking at the rearview mirror and woe is me about all the mistakes you made in your finances, then you can't focus on driving straight and moving forward and moving ahead. Stay in your own lane, y'all. Stop pocket watching people, counting other people's pockets, trying to figure out what they're doing, how they're doing. And I'll even say this is for me as well, especially when it comes to buying a home. I've seen people purchase a house because that's a huge desire of mine. And I may wonder, now how they get that house? Now how they paying for that? And I have to quickly remind myself, thank you for the Holy Spirit, that's none of my business. I'm not helping them pay their bills. They're not asking me for a percentage of anything. So how they're handling what they're handling is none of my business. And God, please bless them. This is where the Christian walk comes in. God, please bless them so that they're able to keep up their home and that they're able to pay their bills and live in it and enjoy the fruits of their labor, period. Okay. Sometimes we just have to be real and honest with ourselves. When you understand that money belongs to God anyway, you can accept that there is no limit on money and resources here on earth. So I know there's a saying like the bank didn't stop printing money when they gave you yours. That's pretty much what this is saying here. Okay. God is in charge of all the resources on earth. And Psalms 24 and one tells us this, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, including money. Okay. So just because somebody else is able to do nice things with their money, doesn't mean that you're not able to, or that there's no more money left for you to be able to do it. <laughs> okay. You really, it's really a mindset shift. It really is a mindset shift. Okay. And really believe it and understanding that truth that God is the source of all resources here on earth. If it's something he needs to get to you, he can, right. Okay. Nothing is ran out of, he can get it to you if he needs to get it to you. Um, and when it comes to shifting your mindset and increasing your finances, just understand that it will take work and effort on your part. It's not something that's just about to happen just because you want it to happen. So you have to get honest with yourself and really see like, am I just lazy? Am I just not applying myself and doing what I need to do to earn more money? Again, broke versus poor. Broke says, I will figure out a way I will put in the work to earn more money. But poor says, this is just how I am. So I'm not going to do anything because this is just the way things will always be. <clears throat> okay. It doesn't matter how much money you earn. If you don't have money management skills, you will blow that money and end up broke again. This is such a huge, huge piece um, that I think we miss because I will say it is pretty easy to earn money if you're a hard worker and don't mind applying yourself. Now, 
You don't want to earn that money and then mess it all up because you don't have the proper money management skills. Think about people who win the lottery, right? Winning a million dollars and then in the next six months or to a year or whatever, they're dead broke and right back in the same place. Why? Because they didn't have money management skills. So it's not earning more money that will solve all your problems. The management piece goes along with it. Think about NBA stars or rappers who blow their money on whatever, unnecessary things, on chains, on trips, on cars, and all of this stuff. They blow their money. And then you look up again six months to a year or however long later, and they're broke again right back in the same place. So like I said, it's not earning more money <laughs> that's going to solve all your problems. The management piece goes with it as well. I remember watching um, Iyanla Van Zant, and I don't know the girl's name, but she had won the lottery and she pretty much just went through how she wasted her money on so much stuff. She had bought this house on a plantation and it was filled like with uh, old cars and dirt bikes and toys and stuff just thrown over to the side, by the way, not even put up well, not even the items that she bought weren't even managed well. And she talked about all the people that she gave money to and what they did with that money. And now here she is by herself and broke again. And they just went through like, how does this happen? It's all in the mindset that broke versus poor mindset, right? I can remember too, before a transition in my mindset, being broke doesn't feel good, right? So whenever you do get some money, you want to spend it. <laughs> so whenever I was broke and I would get some money, I would be ready to spend that money just to find myself broke again. You have to manage the money. <laughs> it's not the more money that's going to solve it. You still have to manage it. Um, I want to give a Netflix suggestion, um, Get Smart With Money. This was a really good documentary that I enjoyed. Um, some of the things that they talked about were uh, paying off debt, building a savings account, um, how to manage and invest large amounts of money and budgeting. And pretty much it was like four different people who were paired up with a financial coach. One of the financial coaches was the budgetista. I don't know if you all have heard of her. Um, her real name is Tiffany Alicia. I think that's how you pronounce it, but she's known as the budgetista. And pretty much these money coaches just went step by step with each of these people and help them to establish their financial mindset um, on each of these topics. Again, that show is called Get Smart With Money and it's on Netflix. I highly suggest that you watch it, all right? Um, a broke versus poor mindset as well, you may say, it don't take all that to earn money or to manage money. If you feel like you don't have to keep track of your expenses, if you feel like you don't have to have a budget, if you are that person that says it don't take all that, you're going, you have a poor mindset, period. <laughs> you have a poor mindset and you are going to stay broke because it does take all that. It takes intentionality to grow finances and to management. It's important to have a plan, place, and a purpose for your money or you will fumble the bag every single time, okay? That's one of my favorite quotes. Have a plan, place, and purpose for your money, or you will fumble the bag every single time. And the last thing when it comes to having a broke versus poor mindset, you have to give yourself grace and have patience with your financial journey. 
Um, this is definitely a marathon experience and not a quick race, okay? Um, I heard this great example from a sermon that I watched and it was on finances and like getting out of debt. And pretty much he said, imagine that you are on the highway and you're driving and you look up and realize that you've been driving the wrong way for about 20 miles, right? So you put in your GPS or whatever, and of course it's gonna turn you back around to go the right way, or you're gonna have to turn around to go back the right way. In your turning around, you still have to drive those 20 miles that you went the wrong way back to get back on the right track. So that's the same thing with your finances. If you've been making bad decisions with your money for 10 plus years, there's gonna be some work that you have to do to get back on the right track and that's okay. Again, give yourself grace and have patience for this financial journey. It is a marathon, it is not a quick race. Try to learn the lessons from the mistakes that you made um, during those times and feel the consequences. I think that's um, something that we don't talk about that much is like, there's a consequence for every decision that we make, right? Just because you want to do good and decided that you've changed your mind doesn't mean that you don't have to deal with the consequences of your behavior, okay? Learn the lesson, feel the consequences. Learn as much as you can on your way back on the right track. So as you're getting out of debt, as you're creating your budget, as you're doing these things, still emerge yourself into um, sources and ways to learn that financial literacy as you're getting yourself back on track. And whoever, who knows, you know, that might speed up your process a little more, the more that you learn. But at the end of the day, don't try to rush the process. Take your time and understand that it's going to be a journey, depending on how long you have been making poor financial mistakes. Okay. All right. So I want to leave you all with two reflection questions. Do you have a broke or poor mindset about money based off what you've learned today? And what are some financial resources that you can start studying this month? Is there a podcast you can listen to, a book that you can read, a YouTube video that you can watch, a course that you can buy, or an event that you can attend, okay? So that is all that I have for you all today. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. Um, if you are not, I would love to have you follow me on both Instagram and Facebook to stay connected. That link will be in the show notes. Um, I would love to have you join the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community where I share weekly blogs and resources um, to the ladies who are part of that group. That link is in the show notes as well. And if you have been enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe to um, the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it, or be, be sure to subscribe on YouTube as well. Um, that is where I upload the video version of my podcast. If you're more visual and you need to see uh, somebody while they're talking, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And also be sure to rate, leave a review about the podcast or share this with someone who um, it would be helpful to. All right. So I will see you all next week. Um, like I said, this month we're hitting finances. So this was week one. <laughs> um, I hope that I see you back next week and I pray that you all have a great night. Bye.